Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Myths and Stories. Uh, tonight we will be covering the story of Rulk, Vow of, or, no, not Vow of the Disciple, Vow of the Disciple of the Raid. Rulk, Disciple of the Witness. There, that sounds better. We'll do it. Take, use take two on that one. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we, we got through the raid. Uh, uh, sorry, we had to do a little scheduling uh, redo this week as well. Um, but here we are, and we are going to uh, we're going to be going through the Shattered Suns uh, lore book today, uh, which is uh, the mission that came out uh, after the raid was cleared, uh, called uh, I can't remember the name of the mission now. Myth, you remember it? Mm, I want to say it's Perseverance. That sounds right. Like Perseverance that? or preservation or something like that. Maybe preservation. Um, yeah. Something with a P. Could could be. Damn it. <laughs> I almost did it. I'm trying to behave, uh -huh. and it's, uh, it's only 12 <laughs> seconds in, and I'm sucking at this. Uh, so yeah, uh, the the new mission, uh, well, there's the, the, okay, let me back up a second. The new mission takes place uh, in kind of like the first area of the raid, uh, and it, and it's, uh, when you get through with it, there are you get left with a ton of time to run around and explore and mess with all these different uh, interactive things. And each one gives you a lore book, um, which is part of this Shattered Suns thing. And we learn a lot about Rulk through this Shattered Sun thing. You can also go back and in the first section of it, uh, and this is also in the raid itself, there's almost like an interactive wall that uh, um, you can... You can uh, it gives you like a little code, and it'll be like, Guardian punch something, but punch is like, like um, activate or something like that. Anyway, but uh, yeah, you can go through and, and do that a bunch. And you can farm that, get the rest of the lore books you need uh, if you wanted to collect those in game. But yeah, so uh, Rulk has had. We talked a little bit about Rulk uh, last week when we when we covered the raid. Uh, he is he's messed up, man. He's yeah. He might need to see a therapist. <laughs> I mean, he's dead, presumably. Maybe. So, you're right. Like maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. So we, when when we talked last episode, we kind of described uh, Rulk's history as the as a disciple of the witness. Um, this lore book describes his history prior to that, and and up to him meeting the witness, and and kind of pledging himself to that witness um yeah. it's told in a very odd way right it is so uh and i i was kind of surprised uh because this is one that zor read before i did and uh he gave me a Yay, little i did a little taste I did of my it. homework first yeah uh he gave me a little taste of of what the themes of it were and i was expecting a more traditional telling of the story ba kind of based on like oh we learn you know xyz uh, but that is not at all how it is told. Um, it is very oh. fragmented. It's very um, kind of conversational in some in some of the entries yeah. where you kind of have to read between the lines. Uh, oh, absolutely. But yeah, it's it it's different. It makes you think on a whole nother level, uh, which I I appreciated as I went through it. Um, and it's so it's yeah, dark. It's very dark. I mean. No pun intended, because you know, because ah, ah, of serving, darkness. serving, I see what you, 
the witness of the dark. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Let's see what you did there. But speaking of, uh, I'm going to do, I, I know we normally do this at the end, but uh, I do want to say that our plan, we're going to, we're going to finish Rook's story tonight. Um, and then our plan is for the next, uh, however many episodes, because I don't know how long it's going to take. Uh, hopefully yeah. not another eight part series like Books of Sorrow, but hey, you never know. Um, you never know. We're going to go over, uh, the light in the dark. And, and when I say that, I mean, uh, the traveler and the witness, as well as the light in the dark as, as forces of the universe. Uh, what information we have about both the entities and the forces um, in, in the various lore books, because there's, there's a lot scattered everywhere. Uh, we're also oh, going to yeah. go over um, the unveiling, because that is where a lot of that information comes from. And uh, it, it really is. And uh, we're, we're going to delve in and kind of theorize on our perspectives of light and dark and traveler and, and witness and, you know, all that good stuff. So that's, that's going to be the next set here, which I'm excited about. And hopefully uh, you all are excited to hear about too. So. Hell, I'm excited about it. I've, we finally get to kind of put all of our theories and ideas that we've come up with over the last like six months mm-hmm. in one spot. Yep. Like that's, 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 that's what I'm excited about to finally have like this, like, definitive like this is this is what we think of the light this is what we think of the dark yeah this is what we think of the two together no absolutely um so yeah but without further ado we'll get into the shattered suns lore book and this starts with uh an entry titled untamed and it is uh it goes as thus what have i done Noise, 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 noise. This line I'm not going to read verbatim uh, because you can segment it to see what it's actually saying. So this line says, Fear, mother's sadness, father's hate, children's sorrow, displeasure. How did it come to this? Forgive me. Chaos. Lubre convulses. The sky shatters. This was the cost of justice, an enclosed cell, introspection, subjugation incoming, life upended. You made me do this. You made me do this. I made me do this. Father's face, mother's face, empty, clan broken, blood pouring, silence eerie. It was them versus us. Then it was us versus them. I ignored who us was. I forgot who them was. Our city, an abyss surrounds. Lubrean made, infinite, or just empty. Divides, silently conquers. Ignorant, contentment, love. I was cared for. My clan, safety. Dual fire in the sky, blue light, salvation, dark light, death, safety, my clan, my family. And who cares for you now? There are none left. Do you desire it still? Once 
I did once. And you returned it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause here. There's more to this card. But like I said before, this is very fragmented. This is very... Um, Dude, it's... You know, if, if I were to freaky. if I were to envision how this is being so the the concept is all of this is kind of being played in Rulk's mind, um, mm-hmm. and it, he's being forced to think about and relive his past life and some of the traumas he experienced in that life. And and uh, real quick, what was the name of the what was the name of that Lauren tree? Uh, Untamed is the name of this Lauren tree. Untamed. Yep. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was like introspective or something like that, but I, yeah. Nope. Um, there is one later on called Isolated, uh, but yeah. So, but it, and it, but it is. It is very introspective. Like this is him, uh, Rulk being forced to again like relive and reabsorb the events that led to him becoming a disciple, and the implication here is that he is being forced to relive this by the witness. Um, and, and very much like a reliving, like not, not Mm -hmm. even like a, I, I, I think it's an, to me, the lore book as a whole feels like the witness has him in some sort of chamber and is like, like forcing the, these thoughts back into his brain. That's kind of the vibe I get too. Uh, especially from, from some of the descriptions we've had of, of their interaction, uh, during this. Um, so this first section, the, these kind of fragments, uh, you know, he, he's experiencing, you know, his, his mother and father's faces and then, you know, a void and his clan broken and blood pouring and his eerie silence. Uh, and then also experiencing um, sa- a feeling of safety and dual fires in the sky. Lubre, his, his uh, home world had two, two suns, two stars. Um, one was blue and one was dark. Uh, and so he describes like the blue light salvation, the dark light is death, uh, safety, my clan, my family. Uh, I, I envision this as like flashes of memories sure. going through his head and he's just kind of grabbing onto the first word or, or words yeah. that, um, that that flash makes him think or feel. And that's what we're seeing here. I like- I like that. I like that interpretation of it. That's very much what that. Yeah, absolutely. And at the very end of that first bit that I read, where it says, "And who cares for you now?" Uh, it in the lore card is very clearly separated out. Uh, they do that thing where it's it's got dashes at the beginning and end of the statement to kind of signify this is a different speaker. Um, and I I interpret that to be these that is the words of the witness. He's he's making yep. him think about this, and he's asking him, you know, these questions. Who cares for you? There are none left. Do you desire it still? Do you desire someone to care for you? Uh, once I did. Uh, it says, and you returned it. So you you returned that desire to to have, you know, to to have somebody care for you. Um. So, this then leads into the second half. Of this lore card. Well, real quick before we jump into there, mm-hmm. uh, when it ta- we we had a few theories of of like what's kind of happening here, or as far as like uh, um, the makeup of of the of the home world type thing, we theorize that the the two suns, uh, one of them being blue, one of them being black or or dark, 
basically like a neutron star or a black hole and a and a blue dwarf uh, would be the two the two suns that that and so we're thinking we're thinking it's a the two of them are are um, encircling each other uh, in a, in a in a what what do you call that there's a there's a word for it. Is it binary system is that what it is um, a binary star system I think that's the I think that's the scientific term for it. Uh, easy way I to find out. Googles. Uh, <laughs> system of two stars that are gravitationally bound in orbit around each other. Yeah, so that would yeah. that would definitely make sense. Uh, cool. Yeah, I I don't know if the dark one is a black hole per se, just because the right. gravitational forces like it would have it would be having an effect on Lubre. Like it would be Absolutely. peeling the planet away into the black hole if it was that close. Um. Plus, technically speaking, you can't see a black hole. Like you, right, you can right, see it because like nothing escapes it. Right. Even even light doesn't escape it. Right. They can only theorize where they exist based on kind of the absence of things in that area. Yeah. Um. So yeah, maybe a neutron star. I'm not really sure what would be broadcasting a dark light. Um. Perhaps this is just some creative freedom here, and they've you know made. A, a new kind of dark star per se how uh, how dare you how dare you <laughs> defy science bungee and just make shit up you can't do that to us how dare you space magic this uh all oh, right right yeah the entire game literally exists because of <laughs> space magic all right all right you win this round but all of that aside uh yeah i i think if we're gonna try and get as close to to some kind of realism as we can Blue dwarf makes sense uh, for the blue light, and then the dark light maybe is just a dead star that hasn't Could you know, be. collapsed in on itself yet, or hasn't gone supernova, like hasn't yeah. gone neutron or anything like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, so we get and, and the name of the planet is Lubre. Is Lubre? Yes. What... Yep. yep. The name of the planet is Lubre, which anyone that you know, maybe even if you haven't been super in tune with the lore side of things. Uh, if you happen to have run through the raid and gotten the uh, glaive from the final boss from Rulk, is called Lubre's Ruin, and you'll find out why it's called that through this. Yes. But so, uh, yeah, we're gonna go into the the second bit of this card. There, um, the the witness asks, you know, do you desire someone to care for you still? He says, once I did once. Uh, witness says, and you returned it. And then it goes into our wildlands. An abyss separates. Lubrean made, infinite, beautiful. A father, him. A son, me. His arm on my shoulder. Assurances of a collaborative future. A teardown of us versus them. Love shown. Guards across the abyssal bridge. Not guards. Stalkers, we call them, salivating after a group of wanderers, ready to watch them be torn apart. My anger flares, I move to confront the stalkers. Father's hand holds me back, we lock eyes. His communicative sympathy, I communicate, his communicate, that's an odd sentence, his communicate sympathy, pain, regret. He won't let me reach the wanderers. Their blood spills. A lesson in inaction. Father wants me to see what he has seen, to feel the powerlessness he has felt, 
to feel insignificant, to accept the status quo. You were never capable of returning it. Another line from the witness. Uh, so in this, this little bit here, they're out in the, the wild lands of Lubre, uh, which are apparently very, very beautiful to behold. Um, and it seems, it seems there's the, he keeps referencing this abyss and I, I envision this just as a bottomless pit, essentially a a bottomless kind of fissure in, in the world. Uh, and specifically separating the the city from like the wildlife. Yeah. Yeah. There's like one there's like one main city that is is there and then it almost like a moat around it, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. a, a moat of an abyss, just a, a just a pit that goes on forever and then the wilderness. And then that's it. That's that's the only thing that exists on this entire planet. And they introduce us here to the idea of um there's this bridge that spans the abyss and we have this group called stalkers. Uh, so stalkers, we call them salivating after a group of wanderers ready to watch them be torn apart. Uh, so they haven't really gone into detail on who stalkers are or, or wanderers are, but clearly they are at odds with each other in some, some fashion. Uh, well, and the only reference that we have so far is earlier in this card where, they, where he mentions guards um, mm-hmm. on the city side and then corrects himself, stalkers. Yeah. So, says, so, so as far as far as like a side, the stalkers are very much aligned with the city. Yes, and they are tearing into this group of wanderers. Yep, uh, and they they see they you know he can see this happen. His father is very um, is holding him back from doing anything, uh, and he's he's communicating that he has sympathy for Rook wanting to, uh, you know, wanting to to come to their aid. Um, pain and regret at the thought of like knowing that there's nothing they could do to help them um and and he is learning from this this feeling of powerlessness of of insignificance of like of to accepting the status quo that this is the way it is yeah. the wanderers will always be you know prey to the stalkers and that's just the way Absolutely. life is uh very interesting parallel to be drawn there between the wanderers of Lubre and the Krill on Fundament, who also had that that mindset of just they are bottom of the food chain on Fundament, and that's just Holy the way shit, things are. I never made that connection. No, that's absolutely that's a wow, I never thought of it that way. So and again, the three sisters of fundament were the first to not accept that that was the way yep. things were were meant to be to to take action basically because that's they they say that in this lord car too of this is a lesson of in in, in inaction mm-hmm. that even if you don't do anything that it that in itself has consequences and and causes something to happen mm-hmm. so and and in this case it's it's kind of like a two-part thing like one that group of wanderers is dead now and we you are still alive like even if you had intervened like that whole thought of like hopelessness right like the even if you had gone and helped there's nothing you could have done you would have just been part of the part of the slaughter too yeah you know like that's it so it, it very much seems 
at, at least from this telling, that the stalkers very much overpower and outpower the wanderers. Yeah, that, that's the implication here. It's a, it's a very one-sided fight going on here. All right, so, and then this, this lore card finishes out. Slaughter. Our eyes meet again. Fathers saddened. Apologetic. Afraid. Not of the stalkers returning across the bridge, but of me. He sees not the same in my eyes. Only confusion. Anger. Anger at everything. You have your answer. It is not our answer to have, but yours to embrace, says the witness. Embrace? Why? Hello? And that's where this one ends. It's just, it's this, the way these, the way these lore cards are for this particular book are really freaky. Like it's, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, Bungie knocked it out of the park with this one as far as like, what type of atmosphere they're trying to set. Like it started off that like the, the first amount of freaky that we, that we, I, I guess the first amount of freaky that we kind of have in game is like seeing the witness and, and him talking to us in that very last final cutscene at the end of the campaign. And it's, it's super off putting, right? Like it's every, like, you don't, it, it's like you, you don't want to look directly at him, but you can't stop staring at him. And and like as soon as his eyes turn towards the cam- towards the towards the screen, like you're just like, dude, this is freaky. And then like like when you're going through the raid, all the raid gear is just off. Like it like it, you don't want to look at it. Like it's it's, it's freaky. Yeah. Um, it is very off putting. I um, I do think that warlocks kind of got the shaft on the raid armor. I'm just gonna put that out there now. Uh, I mean. I kind of have to agree on this one. Not not uh, only in design because you know design is is subjective. Um but just right. like the Titans have this helmet that looks like gnashing teeth over and over and over it's and so freaky The hunters looking. have this chess piece. It makes piece me want to play a Titan. Yeah, this the hunters have this chess piece that makes it look like there's mandibles in the middle of their chest just like, you know, pincers and constantly going. Uh, the cloak that we found out, like it has a spike attached to it on the front end, so it literally looks like if you look at the cloak by itself, it looks like a parasite has latched onto the back of it and is and is piercing through the heart of the. Like it's freaky mm-hmm. looking. Like this shit is really freaky looking, but it's it's super cool at the same time. But then like warlocks, we just have like this this little like eyeball looking thing with right. a bunch of eyelashes. Mm-hmm. Like all okay, right, you guys are the Cyclops this season. That's it's it's fine. You know what? We've had a few good ones in the past. We gotta we gotta let Titans and Hunters have their love yeah. for a second. Um, okay. Yeah. So, I uh, just to to touch on the end there. Um, so the the witness seems to be showing him these to to get him to uh come to some kind of answer or some kind of revelation. Um. Yep. And he's. He's telling them, or he's telling Rook, you know, in this moment, you were already recognized as not being the same as your father, as not yeah. accepting that you were powerless, as being angry that you were powerless. You know, your father was sad that he couldn't do anything, but he accepted that that was just the way of the world. You, on the other hand, 
couldn't understand that you couldn't do anything and were mad about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's presenting that as a this is your answer. You know, what what question this is the answer to, I you know, we don't know yet. Right. Um I thought I thought that was a very interesting way of putting that too of you know, like the answer is you, you didn't like the status quo, but what what was the question type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's it's an odd way of odd way of thinking of it. Yeah, and the the witness, like I said, super cre- super yeah. crazy and super freaky how this stuff is presented to us. <laughs> and the witness tells him it is not our answer to have, you know, as in the witness was not seeking an answer to a problem or to a question, but it is your answer to embrace. Uh, and I think that's where he's trying to, the witness is trying to bring on some kind of revelation in Rulk um, for whatever yep. his agenda is. Um, you know, supposedly this is the process of him kind of bringing Rulk to becoming a disciple. Um, yeah. So maybe he's trying to bring about understanding of like, you, you were different, you were stronger, you never could have lived that beautiful safe life it wasn't possible for you because you weren't you weren't of that mindset yep you di- you didn't accept the status quo so so that you would never you would never be fit able in to there. accept that yeah, yeah you'd never be able to fit into that lifestyle yeah so that brings us to the next lore card which is entitled provoked and it goes as such uh, and what more of this family of yours, said the witness. They're gone, dead, all of them. They don't matter anymore. Is that so? What do you even want to know? You want to know more about my father, the Lubrean trader? Or perhaps my mother, another Lubrean trader? I should have seen it coming. I could tell you all about my clan, and my clan father and clan mother, also Lubrian traders. They were all city dwellers once, loyalists to the regime before exiling themselves. Do you see now what I see? We see unfinished business. We see a child seeking validation. We see great loss. Again, this is kind of in that that headspace, uh, a memory. Content, together, a fire burns bright. Our cavern is alight. We hide within it to keep safe. The hazy sky is outside, and surely there are some without shelter this night. Those who will be torn apart by the wild, by the umbral sun, by those Lubrian guards who call themselves stalkers, pursuing us on behalf of a brutal regime. Long ago, there were only wanderers, surviving a harsh landscape covered with shifting, bloodthirsty flora. Surviving wildlife can flatten themselves until they are practically invisible, perfect at going unnoticed until they've split your skin and organs apart. And now, says the witness, we are divided, split by a shimmering orb that appeared briefly in our sky, as if having two suns wasn't already crowded enough. What of this shimmering orb? asks the witness. 
It was before my time. It came. We evolved. It left. Left us with a mess. Those who believed in good progress and those who didn't. Those who believed dwelled in the city, controlled it, filled it only with the light of the sapphiric sun and endless day to keep the horrors of night away, revealing the horrors among us. They pushed progress for the sake of the few, while the rest of us took our chances under the alternating suns. And this shimmering orb you now see before you. There it is, shining like silver in the sky, like the stories told, providing hope, then leaving everything to those who desire control, but lack commitment and understanding. Look at them now, says the witness. Bodies, limbs, vaporized remains, a shattered sapphire, lubre irreparable, an umbral sun still shining, darkness. What have I done? What was necessary, says the witness. And that ends that card. Ooh. Ooh. It's just fucking freaky man i just huh so this this reinforces some of the things we we already kind of talked about in the first one you know there's a separation between the city and the the wilds the wanderers live out in the wilds um in a a harsh existence you know they find shelter or they're torn apart essentially um by by uh uh fauna like flowers and shit that like mm -hmm flatten themselves so flat that you don't even know that they're there until they have literally ripped the organs and skin from your body. It's a very harsh environment. Uh, Jesus it is! <laughs> <laughs> and he tells of, you know, before Rook's time, apparently the uh, shimmering orb, which is implied to be the Traveler, uh, mm-hmm. visited Lubre and granted them evolution presumably through technology and uh, intellectual breakthroughs, the same way that it, it did humanity. And yep. then it left, like it has done so many other places. <laughs> to, and, to so many other races. <laughs> and what ended up happening were those that believed in uh, progress, as they were shown by the Traveler or by this orb, uh, built the city... And over time, that belief turned into uh, conviction, which turned into uh, like zealotry. Um, oh like yeah. This this yeah. this is the only path forward, and we're gonna make sure everyone is following that path as we see fit. You know, as as we say it should happen. Uh, otherwise, you're you know you're an unbeliever you're an enemy you're not worth uh blasphemous yeah so um something i do find interesting here is they they talk about the city as only having sapphiric light only having light from the blue sun uh filled it only with the light of the sapphiric sun an endless day to keep the horrors of night away. So, I, 
I'm wondering if if that just means like they had electricity and the city I, had I, lights that were powered by the sun and and had the same like blue hue to it or if they sure. literally mean they somehow like f- froze <laughs> that that just doesn't make sense like how would how would you take a right, celestial like body the city, yeah. and force it yeah. to only shine shine light on one spot all the time um so i, I have i had kind of like two theories about this um cuz I, I i don't remember if it's in this if if it was in this Lorian tree or if it's later on but they talk about how they siphon uh energy from it or they siphon the 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 blue and and i i i don't know why i never thought of it like what you were saying right like what if they just had solar panels and they just lit the city with electricity like duh yeah. you know like <laughs> what what is that the the occam's razor the most obvious answer <laughs> is probably the correct answer uh so in my head i've come up with like this super complicated thing of like yeah they had a machine and it was like siphoning the thing and then they had like a dome that they built over the city that was always daytime and da 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 no i like your idea your idea is so much so much more simplistic and so much more believable <laughs> they just they just hey Traveler came by, they gave him solar panels, and Traveler left, and they were like, oh, shit, electricity, that works. Man, we have nightlights yeah. now. Uh- <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no, you're, I don't know why I never thought of that, and that is literally brilliant. <laughs> so that is, that's exactly what happened. They made solar panels and turned the electricity on. So we've got, you know, the city that has technology and, and has light in some fashion, whether it be simplistic or complex. Um... But then there's the the wilds, which uh, you know he he describes as um, you know the few of us or the rest of us that took our chances under the alternating suns, uh, which I I would just see that as a a, a standard day night cycle, because um, the dark sun well, is that... not giving off light by nature of being Ooh. dark. Uh, sure, no, that makes sense. Unless it is somehow broadcasting black light but right uh, yeah i don't know i don't know how that would work uh i mean is it an ultraviolet sun that's so so okay okay so if we go off of that idea right if it is uv then that means it's 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 possibly unfiltered uv right and unfiltered UV is like super, super deadly. This is true. Yeah. Um. So. So it, it could literally just be an unfiltered UV. But what type of it? All right, Bungie had to have just made this shit up, right? Like. Right. Like I, I feel like we're we're looking for answers for UV, something that like, doesn't exist. <laughs> that just doesn't exist. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean the And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine you know. with that idea of because video game this is why it is. But at the same time I'm like, but Bungie, you did so well at doing science. And then you just gave up. Well <laughs> you know, science. We, I like your space magic, but we can just say this is in a galaxy far, far away, long, long ago, and God they it. have things that we haven't discovered yet. So God damn it. In a in a <laughs> galaxy far, far away, but somehow somehow also in the future Uh, yeah no that's not but so regardless um hashtag hashtag copyrights (laughs) (laughs) hashtag don't sue us kids remember that (laughs) yeah don't oh no that's disney now oh you're right oh shit oh we're fucked (laughs) 
Hey, I did I did my thank you to Lin Manuel last week. So yeah, we're good. We're set. <laughs> okay. That, I got that him on speed dial now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's the city, the haves that have technology and don't have to worry about the horrors of the night, and then the the outside the city, the have nots, the exiles that uh have to, you know, fight for survival literally every day. Um yep. And then we get a little a little hint, uh, and the the witness seems to show in a vision of the traveler in Lubre, because uh, he he says uh, to Rulk, and this shimmering orb you now see before you, um, and then and Rulk describes it as there it is, shining like silver in the sky, like the stories told, providing hope, then leaving everything to those who desire control but lack understanding. Uh, so it implies that the witness has some level of control over this like vision dreamscape that Rulk sure. is in as he's reliving these. Uh, and that's that's what makes me think of it as like a chamber, right? Like it's some sort of yeah apparatus yeah. or device or something that 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 the witness is literally just make like forcing him to relive these and can can actively put things there and 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 bring things to the forefront of his mind. Well, you know, a, a pretty heavy theme in the expansion and this season has been uh, psychic energy, uh, which they have very specifically kept separate from the other, like, void, solar, arc, stasis, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Is psychic energy. Um, you know, the psyops, the scions are using yeah. psychic energy to infiltrate the minds, you know, the mindscape of Lucent Hive. Yeah. And uh, they talk about us tracking psychic energy uh to find um to to find some of the things in Savathun's throne world uh during the vidoc they describe us as being psychic detectives throughout the yeah. story of witch queen so i i wonder if keeping to that theme if the witness is created a mindscape or or is in the mindscape of rulk the same way that the scions make a mindscape or put us in the mindscape of the the lucent hive sure rather rather than being in a physical apparatus that he is just literally in the mindscape of or maybe both is able to somehow somehow able to control what is being shown there and push those memories to the forefront yeah i say maybe both i mean we literally have a machine in the helm that does exactly this with the scion hooked That's into true. it so it could just be something very similar to that that crow has very much uh He's got some words uh, and some thoughts that he thinks the Geneva Convention might need to be brought into this. <laughs> he but has whatever. He has some Bye. more words and thoughts and actions this week. If you haven't done it, so go do it. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> now I have to go do it. I didn't get a chance to do it today. I was busy building Warhammer stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, but again, the the witness shifts what Rulk is seeing, and he says, "Look at them now." Uh, bodies, limbs, vaporized remains, a shattered sapphire, lubre, irreparable, an umbral sun still shining darkness. What have I done? What was necessary? So just a hint at like where all of this ends up. Um, Yeah. So Absolute desolation. Now we're going to move to the next lore card. Annihilation? Annihilation. We'll use Annihilation. Eh, little column A, little column B. Uh, yeah, por qué no los dos? <laughs> uh, 
so the next lore card is Endangered. And it starts kind of in that, you know, dream description again. And it says, we survive. We give back to the land. We help those in need. They come for us anyway. The regime raids our camp. No logical explanation for those they kill. Clan mothers, clan fathers, children, they kill us without purpose. A red spattering courtesy of a stalker spreads across my a red spatter courtesy of a stalker spreads across my face. Bungie use commas. Goodbye, Fent. <laughs> Goodbye, clan uncle. I am covered in red. It's all I see. It spills out of these stalkers like an endless crimson wave as I face them. Their valuables and instruments become mine. A glaive of my own. A sapphiric converter. Father is carried off. Not killed. Not yet, anyway. Not many of us are left. Mother and the others look at me with concern. Not for my injuries, but for those who suffered at my hands. They disrespected your power, says the witness. They were weak. And yet you still saved them when you could, states the witness. So to, to pause here briefly, uh, this little section, essentially they're, they're in you know, this camp of wanderers that Rook belongs to, is raided by stalkers, by the regime, um, seemingly for no reason other than they happen to be there. Uh, yeah. and kill the wanderers is, <laughs> seems to be the main theme. Yeah, um, and just murders members of the 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 camp, um, indiscriminately, men, women, children, um, and one of them kills uh this this person by the name of Fent, who is uh, uh Rulk describes as clan uncle, which I, I assume would mean that he has some kind of personal connection to this person, maybe more so than, than other clan members. Uh, and the, the blood of Fent literally splatters across Rulk's face. Uh, and then they, they do this little thing where it says, I am covered in red, it is all I see. Kind of, at first glance, implying that you know, the blood of his uncle splattered across his eyes. But then it reveals that I think they, they mean he's seeing red as in the like the the yeah. description of like he's gone berserk. Uh like red rage. Yeah, he's he's sp- yeah. uh red spills out of these stalkers like an endless crimson wave as I face them. He is he is fighting. He is doing what presumably no other wanderer has done till this point. He's fighting back. He's not accepting that they are the weaker of the two, and he's winning. Uh, yeah. Their valuables and with, instruments. With their own weapons. Yeah, their valuables and instruments become mine, a glaive of my own, a sapphiric converter, which we don't know what the converter is. Um, but the glaive... It, it, See, that's, that's the one that makes me think that there's, like, siphoning, right? Like, maybe so. It could have just, just, just been a freaking solar-paneled <laughs> flashlight, you know, like... Damn right? it, that yeah. makes so much more sense now. <laughs> um but so and to anyone that, that hadn't already guessed, uh the glaives originate from Lubre. Um mm-hmm. 
where originally I believed, and I think we we theorized this in our Witch Queen first impressions episode, that the yep. the blade of the glaive that you get during the campaign to then turn into the Enigma, um, theorized that came from the Witness, that Savathun stole it from the Witness. Not the case. She stole it from Rulk before sealing him yeah. up in his pyramid. Uh, all of the glaives originated from Lubre, and Rulk has been tuning and creating and twisting them uh, in his own designs pretty much ever since. Uh, so he is, by all accounts, the progenitor of our glaive and presumably every glaive we'll ever use. So remember, kids, if you like glaives, thank Rulk. <laughs> if you don't like glaives, join me in killing Rulk every week. Uh, sometimes three times a week. Uh, You're god dang right. <laughs> and and the witness, uh, and he's describing his family or, or the rest of his clan members as looking on at him having destroyed these these uh, stalkers. They're scared of him or, or yeah. concerned for him um, that he would have... Concern is a strong word there. Well, that, that They're he... absolutely terrified of him. Well, it's, it's interesting how it's stated here. So it says, Mother and the others look at me with concern, not for my injuries, but for those who have suffered at my hands. And it, it makes me wonder, is, is Bungie just kind of like waxing poetic here? Or are they saying that the philosophy of the Wanderers is of passivity? And so to them, like, it's not necessarily that they don't, they don't have the capability to fight back, but their belief is not to, that like dealing harm is, choose not to. Yeah. Like, you know, the, just the way it's stated, um, concern for those who suffered at my hands sounds like a, a statement of like, you, you are not to cause harm to another Lubrian. Uh, regardless yeah. of what has been done to you, kind of, kind of thing. Interesting. I've ne- I've never thought of it in the sense of like a like I I every time I read this, I thought of it as like a like the regime, the powerful, the stalkers, and the the wanderers, the weaker, the the oh, don't hurt me. But it's it's very it it could absolutely be a a level of you know a passive lifestyle of a of a nonviolent uh, way of life, and then to see. For for the for the other clan members to see this absolutely violent like you know he grabs a glaive and starts hacking and slashing and just tearing the snot out of all these stalkers until there's none left like that's that's that would be a very traumatizing thing to to the to the clan as a whole right like that mm-hmm. would and the the witness gnarly. the witness says you know they your clan disrespected your power. Uh, and Rulk agrees that they were weak. And the witness goes on, and yet you still saved them when you could. Uh, and then that gets into the next half of this lore card. And it says, The stalkers attack us under the umbral sun during a migration. They know how to find us. They know we move at twilight. The space between when the stalkers hunt and the planet kills. We barely survive. At the safe house, they dance and sing, not in celebration, but in admiration of their continued existence and in memoriam for those lost. I sit in anger. 
I hunger for revenge. Loss meant little to our kind. It was too rampant. The witness asks, Are you sure it wasn't just you? Rook responds, You know not what you ask. Again a memory. I'm a boy. I hold the furry little yacht in my hands as it wriggles before pulling it apart. It separates from its skin with ease. What is this worthless, pointless thing? Why show me this? Rook asks. The witness. This you have already seen, experienced. Surely you can handle it again. A memory. This worthless, pointless thing, it dies so unceremoniously. Did it ever matter at all? The children weep for their lost pet. But I feel powerful. I feel... The witness interrupts. You know what you are. You always knew. A memory. Mother and the others look at me with concern. Not for my injuries, but for those who suffered at my hands. And they are right to do so. Tearing their bodies to pieces brought only joy. What am I? Am I a monster? I knew I am a monster. I knew it then. I know it now. The witness, not a monster, a savior. And that lore card ends. I mean, I'm going to say psychopath instead of savior, but <laughs> holy yeah. crap. So so he so so part of that is is him sitting as a boy like presumably you know long before any of this happens literally takes the pet of one of these other friends clan members who knows and just rips it apart like literally pulls it apart like holy shit that guy, I, when we say this gets dark this is fucking dark it's a, it's a like, bit of a red flag <laughs> yeah like, I wonder why the other clan members didn't be like, hey, um, why'd you just tear up Spot? Yeah. Um, that's kind of weird. Not, you know, like, that's, like, so holy this, crap, man. And this, this does a couple of things in this entry. Um, the rationale that Rulk shows here, uh, you know, he says, this worthless, pointless thing, it dies so unceremoniously. Did it ever matter at all? Um, that the whole did it matter? What is the, this pointless thing? Well, what that's that's what stuck with me is so much, and and kind of leads me to that like borderline psychopathic thought pattern, right? Yeah, and and what I think is being shown here, and the reason why the witness showed Rulk that specific memory is he is reinforcing some of the foundational like feelings that connect very well to the idea of the the final shape the idea of sword logic of uh if it is not strong enough to exist it shouldn't exist there's no point to it existing uh interesting and i i think he's drawing or, or the witness it not he is drawing threads for Rulk of like, 
look, this is what you're, you had already decided and thought about at a, at a young age as a boy. And I'm sure, you know, I'm going to show you that that, that is correct. Like you were not a monster just just because you were strong. You know, you were not a monster because you saw the, the worthlessness in a weak thing. You know, if anything, you saved that weak thing from having to continue suffering in its life. Holy shit. So I, I, I'm, this is where I'm starting to get. Maybe, maybe the witness is a psychopath. Fuck, I don't even know anymore. (laughs) I mean, the whole point of like the, of the final shape of the idea of the final shape of the universe. It is that is that like, yeah, everything else, nothing else matters. Like it didn't, it didn't deserve to exist. It was weak, and because it was conquered, or because it was killed, because it was taken care of, taken out, whatever you want to call it, that is what, like, that is, it was literally pointless. It served mm-hmm. no purpose to the final shape, so it was cut away. It so was, it was... It was done away with. Yep. It, the Holy the chaff shit. was cut from the wheat. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Like, this is... God, this is... This, this is, like... <laughs> Dark does not begin to describe this. Yeah. It, it gets deep and it gets real, real fucking quick. So now we're going to move on to the next card, which is Nepotistic. Um, and this is all kind of in the, there is no dialogue here uh, between the witness and Rulk. This is all just kind of in that memory scape. Uh, and it goes, Father, it's been a year since you were taken, but we have not been attacked since. I know the stalkers still watch the clan, but I survive alone these days, ousted for being the only one brave enough to act. A liability, they called me. We will see what they say when I bring you back, if you still live. Every umbral sun, I walk the abyssal perimeter with the help of the sephiric converter's attunement to our great sun, providing me light in the dark. The stalkers don't expect me, so they don't see me. And the glaive, a tool of the regime, which I have named after you, Rilksward, makes eviscerating them that much easier. I kill many looking for a sign of you, wash my hands with their blood, In the hopes of your continued existence, I have been lost without your guidance, unsure of what I am, who I am, what I am meant to do. And now as you stand before me draped in the insignias of the very regime that took you, I am confident that you have no answers. As you call your fellow stalkers to overwhelm me, to bind me, to carry me into the dense, unending city of Lubre, I am confident that you are a coward. As you testify at my trial that I should not be put to death for what the regime claims are immeasurable crimes, but should instead serve alongside the stalkers, alongside you, killing wanderers, annihilating clans, I am confident you are an opportunist. What about Mother, our clan? What about down with the regime? What about biding our time? 
Or is this another lesson in inaction, in sparing ourselves from the absolute worst so that we can barely live, barely survive? I am confident, Father, that you will die by my hand. And thus ends that card. A lot to unpack here. Uh, holy shit. Okay, so uh, there, there's very much this, this, this idea of like his father was against the regime. Yeah, but which... now that he stands before him, he's just been he's just been completely indoctrinated. Yeah, and and the that is a, a point worth bringing up. The whole um, apparently his father had this this rhetoric of down with the regime you know we're just biding our time um that goes against the idea of a pacifist clan um sure so maybe it isn't pacifism per se as a just they were outclassed as far as technology goes um you know the the star presumably the stalkers are and the city are the only ones that have tech i mean they're the only ones that have flashlights uh, let alone, you know, God, any kind of military so, technology. So, God damn it. <laughs> um, God damn it. That's, that's the epitome of their technology is flashlights now. <laughs> like that's, and all the wonders are like, look at this fucking black magic. What is this shit? Uh, and they're just over there like, Whoo! well, it's, it's interesting to think about it. Like to, to us, you know, flashlights not going to stop anything. Like if, if something's right. coming after you in the dark, you know, if an animal or something's attacking you, like you're not a flashlight's not gonna make them go, oh shit, and run away. Oh uh, shit, run away. <laughs> but in this world, where presumably it's only ever been the light of these two suns, uh, and maybe because because they talk about it being safe to travel when the the blue right. sun is is out, um. And they they have to hide when the umbral sun is is up. Well, it, even even then, like traveling while the while the blue sun is out, now they get caught by stalkers. Right. So yeah. truly, the only safe time is in between those two times, right? Like or the safest yeah. time, yeah. Um, yeah, but the I, safest time is at twilight. I wonder if the the flora and fauna of their world, um, for whatever reason, you know, evolve to only be active during their their night cycle. Uh, sure. If something as simple as just having light that is the same color or or same wavelength or whatever as the sapphire sun is enough to you know maybe harm those creatures in some way, and that's that's sure. why you know you're safe as long as you have one of these uh, converters as they call it. Let's let's just call it a fucking blue light flash. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just a flashlight with a blue filter on it. That's all it fucking is. Uh, Traveler dropped his blacklight after a rave, and all the Lubre were like, holy shit, this is exactly what we needed. Make more of them. Uh, (laughs) God damn it. Now they're all just sitting around. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's exactly what's happening. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um,. But yeah, so he he find he's gone to great lengths to find his father. Uh, yep. You know he he's even named the tool of of his uh you know rebellion. Uh, this glaive yeah. he's named it Rilksward. Uh, 
as he's carving his way in honor of his father as he's carving his way through stalkers to try and find some sign of his father's survival and when he does it's in the form of his father standing before him in full regime garb uh presumably working alongside the stalkers and trying to get Rulk, his son, to to be doing the same. Uh, Join us. Oh, oh, I just had a... <laughs> oh. Rulk, I am your father. <laughs> no, that's impossible. <laughs> Look inside yourself, Rulk. You, we're definitely getting sued by Disney. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it's it. It just it works you, though. <laughs> you know it. You know it to be true, Rulk. No. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's happening here. And somebody somewhere is getting sued by Disney. And, and hopefully his name it is Zorialis. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you got dang right. <laughs> Uh yeah no that's exactly what's happening there and he's he's pissed about it like he sends all of his all of it like the the father sends all of his stalkers to tie him and bind him and hold a trial and his father's like no 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 let's not kill him let's put his talents to use yeah and and Rulk comes join, to join the join the dark side god damn it and Rulk comes this to some conclusions dark. in himself and that is yeah you know, his his father does not have answers to any of the questions Rulk has about himself. His father yep. uh, is just a, a coward, and despite all of his his words of bravado, has just folded into the regime to survive. Yep. Um, he is an, op- an opportunist. An opportunist. Some, somebody who's just going to take you know whatever whatever advantage is thrown their way for personal gain, personal survival. Mm-hmm. That's not even, not even necessarily personal gain, right? Like literally just personal survival. Like, oh hey, yeah. joining the regime kept me alive. Fuck it, that's what I'm gonna do. Like, that's that. So that's that to me is kind of like a pacifist thing. But but like, I, I don't want to say that's a pacifist thing because that's like, I still like the idea of these wanderers being that pa- the pacifist lifestyle. Because that that really does kind of solidify the the looking at at Rulk as like this like horrible thing like like not even like human anymore right like or, well, or whatever I, I wonder if whatever species they are if it was a pacifist lifestyle but not by conscious choice but by just years and years and years of there being no hope of uh sure of of you know. Um, fighting back, and so all the the very idea of fighting back just faded from their culture. Uh, sure, Pas- pacifist by um by by circumstance rather than yeah choice. Yeah, and I I could see that instilled yeah. through the generations, not not as a like we sure. are a pacifist sure. culture, we're not going to hurt anybody. It was a, like the idea never can't was never even thought of by anybody. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I like that idea. I, I, that's what I'm sticking with. Yeah. That's what's canon now in my mind. Well, there we go. Hopefully nothing contradicts that in these last couple lore cards. 
Fuck. <laughs> well, shit. Um, so the next card is entitled Defiant. And this starts with some conversation between the witness and Rolk and then goes into the memory scape. So it begins from the witness. The regime took all that mattered to you, and yet you blamed your father? Rulk, the regime never lied about who they were. They were brutal, yes, but honest. Witness, honesty meant something to you? Rulk, it meant everything. Witness, interesting. And so, in the face of your father, the hypocrite, you leaned on the regime that enslaved you both instead, that killed so many of your kind. Rulk, the regime did not enslave me. It freed me. Into the memory. The regime puts the glaive back in my hand, the one that I named in honor of you. I have renamed it. Relix Bane, and no matter how you try to hide it, this scares you, just as I knew it would. I'd be lying if I said I didn't take pleasure in this, but I do. Just as I take pleasure in the constant sephiric light and the roof over my head, the consistency in regular meals, the regime lives well, comfortable. The city may be overcrowded, the laws may be strict, the few may have all the power, but at least we're not out there trying fruitlessly to survive. At least we're not out there scared, cold, and alone, wondering if we'll live to see the next rise of either sun. But most importantly, Father, nobody denies me my thirst, my lust. For blood. They encourage it, feed it, and they have begun to show me truths about the wanderers, about what the glimmering orb encouraged. You always claimed the hands of the regime were stained red, but you never showed me yours until now. How dare you stand before me now and confess your disloyalty to the regime? How dare you lie to me again? You may have overwhelmed me this time, escaped my grasp, but I am coming for you. I will end this. And thus ends that card. So he was, so Rulk was definitely, maybe, maybe not for a long time, but at least for a little while, folded into the regime and, and was, was used as a stalker and that by his words or by his memory enjoyed it encouraged yeah like loved it was like fuck yeah this is just more practice for when i get to the ultimate showdown with papa and smoke his ass yeah that uh yeah and uh it's interesting here because um you know going to the going back to the beginning of this lore card the witness is kind of pre- is questioning him. He goes, the regime took everything that mattered to you, but you're blaming your father. And Rulk is saying, the regime never lied to me. They were brutal, yeah. but honest. And uh, you know that apparently meant all the difference. Um, 
and and uh so again valuing like brutal honesty over yeah a kind lie yeah and 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 then like the fact that his father's telling him again yeah i just i just joined the regime just to just to survive yeah still fuck those guys yeah i'm not loyal so, so now yeah. Um and I'm wondering if this last line it says how how dare you stand before me and confess your disloyalty to the, to the regime? How dare you lie to me again? So it, again, he's he's being opportunistic. He's saying like, look, I yeah. I don't I'm not loyal to the regime. I just did what I had to do to survive. Uh you know, I I don't I'm not part of them. I don't believe in their philosophy. Um and then this last line, it says, you may have overwhelmed me this time, escaped my grasp, but I'm coming for you. I will end this. Almost makes it sound like his father escaped from the city, maybe? Um, possibly. It, you know, went back to the Wanderers, or, or like maybe... Like, possibly, possibly saw the level of bloodshed and... and, and uh... I don't know what other word to be use it, but but psychoticness of his son, and was like, whoa, I need to start warning people. Yeah. Like. So, uh, but needless to say, it just kind of solidifies Rulk is saying like, I kind of like being a bloodthirsty animal. Like that. That yeah. is my. That is what I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy having a roof over my head and food and not having to fight for this meager survival every day. Um, and being able to, to feed this hunger for, for violence. Uh, yeah. And he, he speaks of, you know, he's been shown truths about the wanderers and about the traveler, uh, that change his perspective on things. And so, we now go into the next card, which is entitled Isolated. And this starts, um, almost, this is almost entirely conversation this time. So we start with Rook saying, stop the witness. Why? Rook, I don't want to do this. I don't want to relive this. The witness, most would die for the opportunity to retread their greatest moments. Great moments end in triumph, not mass extinction. In the end, what mattered? Witness, the end? No, no. We're so very far from the end. You are not yet ready to taste true glory. You may not yet be familiar with the concept of metamorphosis, but we assure you you are experiencing it right now. You were once free to roam your little box, but lacked wings to fly out of it. And so you grew them. The little larvae that you were wrapped in a cocoon. Now you need only cut yourself from it. But to do so, you must leave behind that which made you weak, retaining only that which makes you strong. Rook, but my world shattered. Witness recreated here for you, reformed all around me. Every painstaking detail, the suns, the abyss, the regime, Lubre, every painful memory. Rulk, 
my clan, my family. Kloa, clan father. Kisa, clan mother. Kita, sister. Varuna, mother. Raelic, father. Their heads in my hands. Witness. Love for them made you weak. Power over them made you strong. Upon reflection, you are filled with regret. Believing yourself to be under the spell of the regime, believing your actions in their tenure to be wrong. But morality, oh dear Rulk, is subjective. And now that you are all that remains of Lubre, isn't it time you made the rules? Isn't it time you looked back upon your life with pride? After all, your actions brought you to us. And only we can help you emerge from your cocoon. Rulk, we? What even are you? Witness, we are your salvation. We are your judgment. And soon we will be your witness. End lore card. Oh my god. I, like... I, I, reading it the first time, I, I, I kept, I, uh, uh, brain melt, uh, <laughs> gone. That's literally like, that's what's happening again. I, I, there's so much happening in each of these lore entries that I'm, I'm having a brain melt. Like I'm literally having, like my brain is just imploding in on itself. So let's let's break I, it down. I don't then. I don't even know where to. I, I was going to say I don't even know where to start. Like so, if we if we kind of go from the the beginning of this conversation here, um, Rulk is essentially like telling. Uh, I I see this as a, a break in the kind of the flood of memories, and Rulk is saying like, stop! I don't yeah. I don't want to relive this. I don't want like, to Rulk see knows what's about to be shown. To yeah, him. I don't want to see what is what is happening uh, or what is going to happen. And the witness is saying. You know, no, you have to. Like, I'm showing you this because you need to let go of those weaknesses. You need to let go yeah. of the abil- of of the regret and the ability to still um have love and compassion for the thing, you know, <laughs> for the people that you left behind. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh like cut your cut ties with all your feelings and embrace that 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 what, because what you, you call that? you need to be cold and calculating and sharp. Yeah, and that that is the metamorphosis that the witness is trying to get Rulk to go through. He's saying you already did all of these actions to show that you're capable of it. You have it in you to be the thing I want you to be. To be this, you know, cold, calculating, perfect example of the dark philosophy. I just need you to take that last step and cut yourself off from everything that isn't that, you know, for, cut Jesus. yourself off from, from compassion and love and caring and only, you know, adhere to your quote unquote true nature. And I, I, Jesus. I that's what I, I see this. That's what this whole conversation boils down to in, in, in my eyes. Absolutely. Um, is, like that's, that, you know, holy crap! This, like, this, I, I'm, 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 I, I'm having a hard time with this. I don't know what it is about this set of lore books that I, that I, I don't know if like I, 
if I see humanity in this, right? Like, like I don't know what I don't know what it is about this set of lore books that just really hits me in the chest. That like I like I want to just give, go give Rulk a hug, you know, let him know, hey, it it's okay to love, and and sometimes people suck, sometimes people betray you, sometimes shit happens. You to 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 steal from Eminem. You gotta have the courage to pick your dick up out the dirt and fuck the whole universe. <laughs> you know, like that's boy, we're gonna get sued by someone tonight. I don't know who, but we're gonna get we're gonna try to get everyone in here. Um, it doesn't matter because I'm citing my sources. So yeah, suck I mean... it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Bungie has and, and their narrative team has done. There, there is, there, there's a theme going on now. Uh, and some people yeah. may may like it, some people may not. Uh, but it's definitely a it's theme of like dark. there there are no maybe outside of the witness itself that we don't really know its story yet. Um, sure, there are no purely evil characters. Yeah, or or none that started that way at least. Or or even or even even if they so maybe not there are no purely evil. But it's still a matter of perspective, right? Like yeah. everything mm-hmm. about looking at something good and looking at something bad is subjective, and, and it's all about who is looking at this at this particular thing and saying, "Well, I'm deeming that evil. I'm deeming that as a bad thing." Whereas the other side is just like, I mean, they, what if they're just there for survival, and whatever they're doing just so happens to be interfering with the survival of something else. But neither side realizes it or something. And but the one side that does real, realize it soon enough deems the the other side as evil, and then starts preaching it to everyone and saying that other side is evil. That is what we need to kill this thing. We need to be rid of this thing to continue on. And that's what that's what I keep coming back to in the ideas of this lore book of that you know the, the whole the whole idea of the regime being you know we're we're better than the wanderers we, because of the traveler we were. We were blessed. We were we were given sight. We were we we were able to survive in in this harsh wilderness that and we built this city and so now we're better than them. So now they are the they are the 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 rot that needs to be cut out, the cancer that needs to be shoved away. Like oh my god. Huh. So deep thoughts, man. <laughs> yeah. No, and and you know the witness kind of says some of the same thing. He says morality is subjective, and now that you are yeah. the only one left of Lubre, don't you get to decide what was morally right? Uh, right. Now that's now that's a thought in itself, right? Like he's telling us the the witness is telling us in that lore entry right there. Rulk is the last of his kind. Yes. He's it. He's all so that when we when it when it referenced it at the very beginning of the lore book this this shattered were this shattered world the sun gone you know everything uh, the abyss everything's gone Rulk is literally the last living thing of his people be it the stalkers or the wanderers mm-hmm. uh, be it the regime or the outsiders he is literally it he is the last thing last living thing of his thing and f- so for for the for the witness he you know to to look at him and say hey because of that you get to decide what's good and bad like there there's nobody else around here there's to tell you yeah there's nobody that, left that, to pass judgment 
other than you. Yeah. And like that thought is kind of like a mind fuck. Like, ugh. I mean, I, I guess it's a very extreme version of history is written by the victor. <laughs> extreme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in this case, written wrong. by the survivor. Uh, survivor. Right. Well, survivor slash victor. Like, yeah. What, yeah. Like, I mean, we still got a few more lore cards to get through, but this shit is still getting real by the second. We do. Um. <laughs> So uh, this this is a I guess a, a teaser I suppose for our light and dark talk, but I think there's a, a pretty relevant um, thought here uh, with with this. Sure. So what I'm imagining might have happened to bring about the uh, the regime as it is when in Rook's telling like because he says the traveler came and then when it left the believers made the city and the regime and the non-believers were just stayed out in the wild um yep so the this is this is a little bit in the uh arg from the uh which queen collector's edition that was solved uh last week it uh, Which, by the way, a bunch of you guys still don't have. Please send it to me. Yes, please send Zor his collector's edition. Um, For the love of God, <laughs> everyone is sick of hearing about it. Just send it to me already. Uh, if if you haven't already, I would very highly recommend reading the pages that came out of the ARG, though. Uh, it's about 30 pages of um, Ikora's journal. Uh, essentially, it's implied that, that they were shredded pages from the journal that comes yep. in the collector's edition. And and the community literally pieced them back together pixel by pixel to get thirty pages worth of content. Uh, I I love this community. It's the, amazing. All the puzzle solvers that exist in this community just blow my mind. But in there, Ikora is kind of ruminating on the the dark and the light, and um, I'm not going to go into all those details because some of them are really really good for our next discussion. Um. But see, that's how you keep the viewers hooked. <laughs> you give them a little tease, and then just yeah, no, I, but I'm following you on this one. In there, she claims, and I think this is in a, a lore card elsewhere um, that I I don't have in front of me because I wasn't planning on talking about this bit. Uh, that the light's <laughs> ultimate goal, the or or the traveler's ultimate goal, the traveler's description of a perfect society is a society of endless grace ringed in spears. And I think if that idea was projected to the Lubrians in some fashion, that that might be how their city and their regime started with the best of intentions. And then after the traveler left, you know that fell to individual greed and you know power mongering and and sure. you know the rich get richer kind of kind of thing yeah yeah uh but the initial thought of like it may maybe the Lubrians took it a little too literally but the initial thought of you know a society in perfect harmony with one another in perfect forgiveness with one another 
but strong enough to defend itself from any outside force was is the traveler's perfect version of of life interesting and so maybe that's how it started on Lubre when they made this city and made these stalkers to you know be their ring of spears and then it got corrupted over time after the traveler left and turned into the regime well and that that makes me think of of like what the travelers yeah i really don't want to dive into it but it, i mean you almost have to like it is the, is the ghost for humanity it's it's like final stand right like is that is is that the hey i'm in order for humanity to 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 survive and and like it has each time that the i'm curious if the traveler each time that it stopped at a civilization done its thing and left it's been like a it's 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 been a genuine like trial and error thing like is this thing literally just doing I think science so. like I, I think is so. it is is it is it bestowing the, like technologically advanced like okay now you can defend yourselves okay darkness is coming um oh shit you can't defend yourself enough all right bye try to try again and goes to the next thing and is like okay well uh that didn't quite work so what if we give you uh some type of tool that you can like channel the light through see what that does oh okay that that's working pretty well oh oh it's not oh shit sorry splicers uh bye <laughs> um and then just goes to the next one and it's like okay well that didn't work how about i just give you a piece of me and you can just channel the light through yourself oh that is working oh okay well then i'm good like this is where i'll sit i i again i don't want to get too deep into it you know spoilers for for next episode but um we by the by the accounts we have as few and far between as they are it does not seem like the traveler has ever graced a planet in the same way as a previous or future planet i uh, oh so i i do and that, that would definitely lead towards that scientific thought right that that hypothesis and trial and error stuff well and the flower game was a game of iteration it was a game of we play the game we see who wins Okay, now we can now come up with a different strategy. See who wins. Now come up with a different strategy. See who wins. And, and the travelers Holy may shit. be just playing a very small version of the flower game. With each planet it visits, each civilization it visits, to try and you know find what's going to be the winning combo. Holy shit! So, spoiler over or or teaser over. Teaser over, you I guess. I don't. I don't. <laughs> fuck. Uh, fuck. We will discuss all of that in much greater depth on our next. Find out more series. next time. Yeah. No. Uh. <laughs> but no. Now we're gonna go into the next lore card of Shattered Suns, which is titled "Tainted," uh, and this is um, the combination of all sorts of things. But starts with the witness, and he says, "Your father." He feared your anger, feared you, Rulk, because he knew what I could become. He knew what burdens flowed through my veins. He, too, felt them, lived them. And it enters a memory. I am a boy. My father skewers three stalkers in front of me. His eyes are crimson, his sharpened teeth bared as he moves to bite their heads off. 
For a time, my father embodied what I felt inside. I looked up to him, believed I could confide in him. He felt a bloodlust and he despised the regime. But as they did with me, the others began to see him as a liability. So he softened and softened until, in my opinion, he degraded to the Lubrean equivalent of fetid rot. The witness. And so you treated him as such. A memory. I stared into the face of my father, his severed, shattered head held in my hand, dripping with what once stayed within. A consequence of weakness. His own. In search of my father, I reached the final hiding place of my clan. Devoid of all active life, as were the rest, but filled with tokens, trinkets, heirlooms. They left in a hurry, all who remained, and I know where desperation takes them, the same place it takes me, the abyss. So, that's the end of that card. Uh, we learn... I, I... Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, we... I'm, I'm, I'm just going to sit here in silence for a bit. Yeah, we, we learn that Rook's father also had some fight in him. You know, uh, also had that idea, that, that mindset of, you know, we're going to bring down the regime by any means necessary. You know, I'm going to tear them to pieces if I need to. Uh, but he softened he he started to go back on that thought uh because it was turning him into a, a social pariah for for the wanderers um and and his father apparently valued his connection to the the clan and maybe if if we go the opportunist opportunist angle valued the survivability that came with being a part of a clan out in the wilds compared to alone. And so he, he made himself conform. And that, in Rulk's mind, made him worthless, made him useless, uh, made him something that didn't need to exist. Jesus. And in, in hunting his father, he finds... Uh, what was the final hiding place of his clan, and it appears that uh, those that that could uh, left towards the the abyss um, out of just desperation and having nowhere else to go. Um, we're fleeing giant, the giant pit that separates the two. Yeah, uh, we're we're presumably fleeing from Rulk. Like sure, I, I have to imagine like if they're running away, that's why because they knew that. Yeah, Big Bad Rook was coming back and was going to deal well, with them all. Big Bad Rook is standing there with his father's head in his hand. His father's severed separated head, from yeah. his body. Yeah, some holy re- fucking shit! Some real Game of Thrones shit. I'm telling you, man, Bungie went dark. Bungie was like, you know what? I like, I like our cutesy attitude towards everything. What if not, though? What if we just 180 degree this shit and just have severed heads on pikes and 
drenching ourselves in blood raining from the sky. What if? Yeah. And then the writers were just like, yeah, yeah, what if? <laughs> and then everyone was like, no, really, what if? And everyone was like, we, we own this shit. Why, why not? And everyone was just like, oh. Oh, yeah. Well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Let's ESRB do doesn't read the lore cards. We'll still be T for T, and it'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody reads the lore cards. Guess what? Guess what? 7,000 of our viewers. No, I guess we have to divide that by the number of episodes. 7,000 of our downloads say <laughs> otherwise, friends. Oh. But, uh. We read them. Yes. We read them. We do. But yeah, that's that's nuts. Like he's he's gone full dark side. He's gone full Sith. Full, full Sith. Yep. God damn. All we need is an Obi Wan dialogue. You were the chosen Shit. one. <laughs> you were the, you were meant to be. It's over. I am the high ground. Don't do it, Rook. <laughs> I'll never give in to you. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. See now that's all you can see in it now, right? Yep. Like that's yep. <laughs> that's literally like as soon as that and the fact that Rulk is so close to Luke, like uh, Yeah, that's all you can see now. And that's all you're gonna see now. Yep. Like and oh my god. And the new sword from whatchamacallsit is a lightsaber. The Iron Banner sword looks like a lightsaber, yeah. Well when Fuck. when you put certain shaders on it. There you go. Uh, Destiny is just another Star Wars. (laughs) Destiny is just another Star Wars. So it's significantly better than the last trilogy. Sure. I I mean, you can't have the story without the full... eh, It's fine. It's It's whatever. It's Uh, whatever. It's fine. So Everything's fine. Moving on to the next card. House is on fire. It's fine. (laughs) Whatever. Moving on to the next card. Uh, this one is titled Assaulted and is entirely memory. And it goes, The Abyss. The artificial crack in Lubre, separating the desired from the undesired. A crevice devoid of all but a strand of concrete to connect the halves. There... Amongst the brush that conceals those approaching, I find them. Trembling, unsure of what would come next, regardless of encouragement from father. He seeks to ferry them into the city of Lubre unnoticed, through the tunnels below. How he plans this, I don't know. But I do not intend to find out. My emergence from the deep forest was not unexpected or so my father claims. Mother is here. Clan mother is too. I do not see many other familiar faces. They have been worn down, beaten, broken, in search of a forever home. I must give it to them. I must. But they plead, they reminisce, they appeal, they claim to love, to care. Mother brushes my arm, touch designed to evoke inner goodness, one I am supposed to have forgotten. She apologizes for my exile. Then father apologizes for everything. For the furious example he set, 
for earlier in action. He wants to do right. He wants our clan to live a comfortable life. I see sadness. I see truth. I see regret. Perhaps this is the way. Perhaps my time with the regime has clouded my judgment. And perhaps my tumble into the abyssal chasm is the result of my overwhelming catharsis. Or perhaps it is the cost of naivete. Their faces grow smaller as I plunge deeper, but I can still make out their expressions. No longer do any of them, the adults, the children, no longer do they show regret or pain or sorrow. Their faces show relief. And thus ends that card. So... His father was definitely trying to like sneak his clan in, like so. Yeah. There was definitely a level of like, I I miss my family type thing, and and now that he is fully indoctrinating himself into the regime, they, there was there was that now it's like a now it's like a triple. Oh, he wasn't just a double agent; he was a triple agent. Right, like yeah. yeah, so he's he literally was just doing saying whatever he could to rule just to get to rule to kind of like go away, so he could find the rest of his clan, sneak them in, and indoctrinate them into the regime. And Rook is just like he—he he doesn't even know what to think anymore. He's, you know, mom puts a, puts her hand on his shoulder to you know try to comfort him, and he just like he did like no connection there. Like whatever, whatever emotions or whatever he had up until that point are they're just gone now. Like it's it's full psychotic break now. Well, I read this a little differently, um, or or okay. I took a little different uh, viewpoint on it. So I took this as uh, he, his, his, his father was trying to sneak them in. Um, I don't know necessarily to indoctrinate them into the regime, but I, I think because the city is safe, he's trying, his father's trying to bring his clan to some form of safety, some form of, of home that they can actually establish. Okay, um, okay. so not, not, not like a full-on, like, Come be part of the regime. They're so good, but like, no, hey, I don't think so. Uh, living in the civi- city is a thousand percent better than dicking around in the wilds, right? Because if maybe he... pretend to be part of the regime so that way you can kind of like you know live. Yeah, because if he wanted to indoctrinate them into the regime, I don't know why he'd be sneaking them in through tunnels under the city. Sure, um, that he would, just, he would just run out and grab them. Like if he's right. full on regime, he'd just be like, "I'm snatching these bitches up, and they're part of my shit now." Yeah. Right. So that that to me sounds like uh you know you're gonna live under the city, um but you'll be safe, you know like you won't have yeah. to wander the wilds anymore, and you know Rulk comes upon them in the act of trying to do this, and uh, initially is is there to is just been hunting his father and comes upon all yep. of them, and I do think he hesitates. I think he does have. A connect a very brief connection um because he because because that's the thing too like the the previous lore card talks about him literally holding his father's head in his hands and so is this like clan father now is is that what we're i'm not sure i think this is almost like a a memory within a memory as silly as that sounds sure um is it or like some twisted thing that the that the witness has fucked with him uh 
Maybe. I guess, I guess we don't know how much of this has been influenced by the witness and how sure. much of it hasn't. But I, I kind of view it as him, may, maybe not a memory within a memory, but a, 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 a time jump backwards in the memory. So he, he sees the memory of the aftermath of his, of his you know, father's head in his hands. Oh, and okay. then okay. The, the witness like does a little rewind to show how he got there kind of thing sure and and that was uh this this kind of last betrayal um and and he finds his father and he finds his clan and you know they they're expressing sadness and his mother is trying to evoke some kind of like some some appeal to love appeal to care um you know, I, anything, any type of emotion, any, that can, any kind of connection that can, like, that can be back. made. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he, when his father tells him that, you know, that he's, he's apologizing for everything and he sees truth in his eyes and regret in his eyes and sadness about how things have, have all happened. He starts to, to doubt, he goes, perhaps my time with the regime has clouded my judgment. So he, he starts to begin to, he falters. You know, he has the thought of like, maybe what I'm doing isn't what I should be doing. And as he's having that thought, his family pushes him into the abyss. And he is seeing their faces shrink as he's falling deeper and deeper into this crevice. And he sees their looks of pain and regret and sorrow turn to change relief. and turn to relief that he's no uh, longer okay. threatening them. Okay. All right. All right, you sly fox, you. That's my that's Damn my interpretation good. of it, at least. No, I like that one a thousand percent more than mine. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who the fuck father he's talking about. No, I like that idea of, like, inception memory, like... It, a memory within a memory. Rewind. It, like, hey. It is weird. I, I almost wonder if these are out of order in the, uh, like, if, if. Oh, if they're even out of order if in, in the game. Book. They're not in the correct order. Like, one's supposed to be after the other or something like that. Um, well, and it could be like a, like an Ocean's thing, right? Like, an Ocean's Eleven thing. Like, haha, the whole gimmick was to just, was to let us in his vault in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Yeah. I was just looking at the previous lore card and yeah, it, it doesn't reference like clan father, it references father. Um Yeah. And in and in this one And this one father, also well, references father. father. So yeah, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure what the connection between those two events is because it does end with the the previous card as in like oh they've fled to the abyss and then this is at the abyss, so yeah, like at the edge of the abyss and and but no, I still I still like your your interpretation of it though I I like that idea of like he's he's shown up there and he's ready to fucking kill them all like he's just like this is it I'm ending this shit. And and his and you know all of his people that he's grown up knowing are there and they're like looking and I'm like hey you know I, we're so sorry we outcast you we're so sorry that that you had to be that 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 we put you out and he's just sitting there like uh what and they're like yeah we're so we didn't mean to we we just wanted to to you know we we didn't know what to do at the time and da 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 and and oh J K you're off the cliff <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. 
can you do you want a hug bring it in bring it in come give us a hug just just kidding bye <laughs> like yeah i can i but but yeah to like to think of him falling to the abyss and looking up and seeing their faces start off as grief and and sorrow and everything to turn into relief to oh thank god we killed him oh thank god mm-hmm. like he can't escape the abyss there's no way like we're safe now the the murder's rampage of the psychopath rook is over like thank freaking god right like that's yeah no i i i'm starting to see it that way now too and and it's it definitely and and like you're saying like we don't know how much of whatever what whether it be the mindscape or some type of apparatus or a combination of the two like we don't know what type of influence the witness has over this like presumably the witness can just show him whatever the fuck he wants right like he was able to conjure up a thing of the traveler right, right in front of him like it was nothing so yeah so presumably he has at least a little control in there if not a shit ton yeah if not complete you control um, yeah yeah so i did notice something looking at the tainted lore card the one we read before this when it mentions father's head in his hands uh, it's father with a lowercase f. And in this card, uh, assaulted, it is always father with a capitalized F. And that is how he was. Interesting. He is always referred to father with a capital F as in the father that defected to the regime and then escaped. Um, so I, oh, I do think okay. that it might have been clan father in the previous one. Sure. Just not specifically called clan father for whatever reason right because for some vex reason for some vex reason yeah <laughs> <laughs> see we we can do it too bungie we can just explain shit away for no reason uh, yeah i see your game i see your game too can play at this if if we ever end up in the unthinkable situation of making our own merch that is absolutely going to be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> For some vexed reason. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's so so easy to help explain things. Well, why did... Well, I don't know. Some vexed reason. <laughs> uh, so, like this leads us to the uh, penultimate lore card of the Shattered Suns called Lamented. Ooh. And Fucking big words here. <laughs> Pin ultimate. Jesus, when did we get... Who gave you a thesaurus? Did you, did you get a thesaurus for your birthday? I did not, because I have access to the internet. Uh, <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Guess I, guess I do still have ideas for, for birthday gifts for you. <laughs> One thesaurus. Check. All right. Done. Uh, so... This Go well is the with your cookbook. Lamented card. Uh, and it starts <laughs> as a conversation um, between Rook and the witness. Uh, and then it's kind of the witness giving commentary during the memory. So I'll try and be clear about what who's saying what. Uh, Con- convey the what the hell's going on. Right. So Rook says, I should have died. The witness, and yet it was there in the darkness of the abyss that you became truly alive. Memory. I lie amongst swamp and rock and ruin. The abyss is not unending after all. 
the wrathful sounds of unchecked nature draw close. Down here it is dark, and in the dark they thrive. I am broken. Witness, and now you are unbroken. Memory, I am unbroken. I see your luster disarming the beasts who dared to approach, their flesh melting in your presence. Witness, and we see yours. Memory, I rise, broken and then unbroken. What is this thing that grants life? Witness, we are opportunity. And I am? Witness, ruin. Rulk, and what am I meant to do? Witness, ruin. Memory, your voice subsides, but your luster remains. It is a familiar one, like that of our umbral sun. Rilksbane lies nearby, broken in two. You mend it with your luster. It is whole again, but even more so than before, as if imbued with the wrath of a vengeful god. Miles above, I see the axis that sits between our bright city of Lubre and our shadowed wildlands. By now, my clan must be inside the city. I pocket your luster before I thrust my glaive into the sheer wall that separates me from my vengeance. I lift myself with one hand gripping the slate, then another thrust of the glaive raising me ever closer towards my goal. No more chances. No more wavering. No more weakness. End of that lore card. Well, uh, the darkness, or well, I guess, I don't know. The witness brought life. Literally kept him from dying. I mean, you're talking a guy that literally plunged to what everyone thought was a bottomless pit. Turns out it's not bottomless. Uh, spoiler alert, there is a bottom of the ocean. Weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, it brings him back to life. He picks up his thing, his, his glaive with the pieces of it. Picks up the 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 luster. That 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 was one that got that kept getting me. Like, what is the luster? So, this this is interesting. This makes me wonder as well, um, because luster is presented as a proper noun. It's a cap. It's always capitalized, yeah. um, which means it's a person, place, or thing. Uh, sure. not a place, not a person has to be a thing. I almost wonder if luster is either the name that the witness has given its darkness powers, the powers it derives Ooh. from the dark. Um, I like it. Or if the witness similar to the traveler has the ability to bestow darkness upon other things and it calls that oh. luster uh so holy shit so it would be i didn't even think of it of that that concept right like like gifting the power holy shit because we always think of like light is giving and and darkness taking but i mean there's nothing to say that 
He couldn't just gift it to him. I'm thinking less and less that that's the case, honestly. I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking so too now. I think that the Hive had the philosophy of taking via the sword logic, Ooh. but a lot of that was also driven by their, their symbiosis with the, the worms. Like they had to feed the worms. They had to take you know, tribute yeah. to feed the worms. I don't necessarily know anymore if that's a hard philosophy of the dark and of the witness. I shouldn't say of the dark. If that's a hard philosophy of the witness or if that was a philosophy of the hive only because... I, I'm starting to think hive only. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that as well. But only um, because of our idea of that energy transfer, right? Like the whole right. reason this tribute line existed was so it could feed uh, Zyda, right? Z X X I T A. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I said the mother. Word. I said it Zeta. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it Shida too. So I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I'm uh. gonna say Zeta. I'm. We're gonna say Zeta Warrior Worm <laughs> Princess. No. Uh. Please don't sue us. Uh. No, like I'm starting to think that that is a hive only thing that to take. They had to take to 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 sate that. I think sate's the right word to to keep that that hunger in check to 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 keep that energy transfer going forward uh, to the mother worm, right? Like I maybe maybe that's it. Maybe that is just a hive thing to take, and that well, the I... power of light, the power of dark, all of that is just giftable. Like you. Like, or, or, I mean, presumably, like, like we as guardians, presumably we're being gifted. Yeah. Like we're being gifted stasis. We're communing with the pyramids and getting a power. That's not something we're, you know, resting free from something in the pyramid that's openly being given to us. It's literally Uh, being given to us. And so I, I think maybe rather than light, you know, I, I, light and dark are, neutral forces in the universe uh tools tools they they are a energy they do not have presumably the powers of light and dark the forces do not have sentience yeah as far as we're aware they are they are literally just tools being used by one side or the other the same way that gravity is a force the same way that time is a force you know light and dark are are in the same the same venue and the light that we are gifted by the traveler is is not it is a piece or a understanding or a version of that force and maybe in this case when we say we're using stasis as a darkness power, maybe the more accurate term is stasis as a luster power. Maybe we have light and luster, not light and dark, as far as our powers are concerned. Holy shit. Just to throw more words into the alphabet soup that is the, the light and Fuck, dark man. system. <laughs> I'm telling you, this like I'm actually really glad we started with 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 Rook's story before we went into light and dark because it's this this shit's getting deep man this shit we are having so much more revelations this expansion than we've ever had before and it's it's well we've only got two intense, expansions man. to go so i know <laughs> um yeah we got this year and two more years worth 
of the Light and Darkness Saga yep. before we figure it out. So, uh, but yeah, he, the witness, chooses Rolk as worthy of this luster and uses it to unbreak him, to, to mend him uh, in a. Presumably res him. Kind of. Well, I, I don't want to say presumably res him because he never says that he was dead. He just says that he was broken. He was broken, yes. So, and that, that might be a distinction. The, the witness, it, it is very much apparently the, the witness's uh, ideals that, like, you don't bring life back. If life couldn't yeah. prove it was meant to exist, then it wasn't meant to exist. So I don't know that... But that doesn't mean you couldn't heal something, right? right. Like, heal something that isn't broken. So he's not, he's not bringing life back, or the witness isn't restoring life. He is just giving the life that already exists in advantage and seeing if it can you know use that new tool to continue that's, existing that's kind of a all right that's kind of like a i'm gonna make my own rules thing oh yeah right like that's oh, yeah. that's yeah. absolutely like two two kids playing a game and one of them just said oh well you can't do that and the other one's like i totally can i just made that rule up and it's just a made-up game anyway that's oh my god I, I mean to play devil's advocate. Witness is just the, the witness is just a five year old. That's all it is. I mean they're just they're just playing the flower game. That's all they've ever oh, been doing. Oh shit! Uh, oh shit! But to play to play devil's advocate, if we want to try and justify this from the witness's point of view, uh, they could just make the argument that you know this is a force of the universe. Uh, that is at the disposal of everybody in the universe so long as they know how to tap into and use it. Uh, All I have done is reveal it to this one being, and it's up to them to make with it as they will. To use it how they want. I mean, shit, that's literally what we do with stasis. Mm -hmm. Darkness, the the pyramids reveal darkness to us, and we just kind of start freezing shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it never directly shows us stasis. It just says here's a darkness power, and that's what we start doing. Yep. Doing is well, stasis. And oh my god! We don't even necessarily we're we're influenced because Elsie, uh, the Exo Stranger, is the one that comes to us and is like, "Hey, this is stasis. This is how it works." So yeah. we we are never in a, a situation where we have to figure it out or or form it ourselves we're told from the get-go like no this is how you're going to use it uh interesting and only because the elsie tells us that yeah because she that's how it worked in her timeline and so she brings all of that knowledge with her to to our timeline and like she's the vendor that we learn new stasis abilities from like the new aspects the new yeah yeah, and new ways to control it holy shit so uh i guess teaser number two <laughs> for the light and dark yeah. series um yeah but so so rook has been gifted with luster uh which i presume to be dark you know darkness powers um sure and he uh uses that to become unbroken similarly to how marco in the sparrow lore card uh is you know, literally broken into pieces and those vines start re- trying to rebuild him. Uh, and it's just freaky too. Yes. <laughs> what's left of Marco pulls the trigger. Like, what the fuck do you mean what is left of Marco? Like, 
what the hell? What is what is happening? Yeah, that's a freaky lore card. But Rook mends his his glaive, Rook's bane, uh, and he uses it to with scale, the same power with the same power with the luster. Um, yeah, it's and... not like he just like ties it. Ties. He doesn't like nope. You know, wrap it back together with a couple of sticks and twigs and some vines and shit. No, he literally uses darkness to to reform it, reshape it, and. Oh, to reshape. Oh, I just had an aha moment. Yeah, yeah, I I can kind of see where that aha moment might be going. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Oh, as I'm, if if we're thinking the same I, thing here, I uh, got lost in my aha moment. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> So, uh, and, and he does say that uh, Rilksbane lies nearby broken in two. You mend it with your luster. It is whole again, but even more so than before. It is imbued with the wrath of a vengeful god. Uh, so, like. Fuck, he gave it enhanced perks. Yep, yep. He gave god. it. <laughs> he just slapped some ascendant alloy in there and said, good as new. Uh, <laughs> where, the, where the fuck is he getting all this ascendant alloy from? He's ran the story Goddamn missions drop a lot. Are fucking cra- That's what I'm saying. He's just grinding shit. Uh, He's an asshole. <laughs> shit. Witness is a Destiny streamer. Confirmed. Uh, confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> no, Rook. It. Oh, no, because he got gifted it. Yep. It's a witness. All right. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, Rook. Or witness is Destiny streamer. Confirmed. Ikora is PC cheater. Confirmed. Yep. Okay. Yep. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, so with with his newly formed Rilksbane glaive, he scales the wall of the abyss, uh, moving towards the city, saying, "No more chances, no more wavering convictions, no more weakness." He's gonna do what he's gonna do. Uh, and that brings us to the last lore card in the Shattered Suns book called liberated and uh it goes as such rook i know what happened next i do not need to see it again memory i rend mother's flesh rook do you not hear me memory i remove father's head from his neck rook this is madness memory none escape my wrath not even the little ones, not even civilians. The city watches in horror. They know what I am. Rook, this must stop. Memory, their faces inform only of relief. Stop. Their faces inform only of relief. I command you. Their faces inform only of relief. The Sephiric sun implodes. Please. Lubre is cracking. Lubre is shattering. Lubre is upending. What have I done? I can't. Your luster, my glaive. The witness, relive it. Rook, no. Memory, they've turned against me, my regime. They've perished by my hand, my clan. They call me a monster. They put me in a cage. They seek my execution. 
but your luster, I see it even though they took you from me. You guide my hand, you free me of these chains, you find me again. You return to me my glaive, no longer Rilksbane, serving only one final purpose, Lubre's ruin. A shattered sky, a planet convulsing, our existence upended. Their folly was their intended salvation, siphoning light from the sephiric sun itself. I use your luster, turn their technology against them like a backfired pistol. After serving them, protecting them, fighting for them, suffering for them, a shattered sky, a planet convulsing, tearing apart. One Lubrean remains, me. But not for long. What have I done? I stare into the abyss. It has opened, truly opened this time, to show me what, drops be- what lies beneath. Death. I drop your luster. I drop Lubre's ruin. I let myself fall in, and then, I, and then, I am here with you, my witness, witness. And what do you feel now? Devoid of family, devoid of the regime, devoid of Lubre. What do you feel here in our embrace? Now that you, now that they are gone and you are left, Rulk opens his eyes, crawls forth through the blackened solution that engulfed him all this time, emerges from the wall of obsidian like miasma to find his luster, to find Lubre's ruin. Taking them, he rises to his feet. Witness, what do you feel, my child? Rulk. Relief. And thus ends the Shattered Suns lore book. Jesus. <sighs> so he kills everyone. He he literally activates the upending. Yep. Whatever whatever device was the what whatever device that, that was powering the city, um, he basically backfires it and blows up his planet. And blows up his son, mm-hmm. and literally kills everything. And and the fact that he calls it upending—that's that's what makes me think that like upending is truly like some some type of siphoning energy thing, Could uh, be. because that's what we're fighting inside the pyramid, mm-hmm. uh, or that's what we're fighting on top of inside the pyramid when we face Rulk. Uh, I... And it is siphoning energy from the worm, which. We've theorized that that's the whole reason for the tribute line is that that energy that energy has to come from somewhere because it exists in our reality. It has to come from somewhere. That energy has to be transferred. It can't just be created. Mm-hmm. So he's siphoning it from one to the next. And and I'm thinking that the upending that's in the pyramid that Rulk has created and wants to use is so much more powerful than just blowing up a planet. It's literally trying to blow up a reality. And so it needs so much more power uh, to power it, which is why that entire tribute line has existed for a billion years. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's it. 
He's last one left. Is it? Uh, it? And now it is interesting here because even up till the the very final moments in Rook's memory, he's he's defeated. He's um, yeah. You know he he's he gives in. He's just ready he to jumps be done. Into the abyss. Uh, yeah. And the witness presumably saves him and puts him in this black solution that has engulfed him. And now, suddenly, when he comes out of it, he's subservient to the witness. Um, he yeah. says that he, he feels only relief for the end of his, his world. Which I don't think is all Rook. Like, I, I definitely think Witness did some tampering. Like, oh, sure. To, to make him, you know, subservient. Maybe not even to make him subservient per se. Or, or well, yes, but not in like a brainwashy way necessarily. Um, not, not in the same way like that the Taken are. Because the Taken have no will of their okay. own. Okay. Rook gotcha. very clearly gotcha. has his own Rook mind. Rook definitely has and, a will. Yeah. At will. Um, but maybe by reliving these these memories, the witness is in some way literally carving the emotions these memories elicit out of him. Like he's saying, feel Jesus. this so that I can cut it away. And then you will only feel, you know, what I what I only deem. feel relief. Only feel what I yeah. need you to feel. Yeah. Oh shit. Very sword logic, right? Like holy shit. So and the Dude, this shit is fucking deep. It it's it's nuts. Um and the other comparison that we can we can draw or that we can make to what happened with Rulk is um the same situation that happened with that Rulk kind of caused to happen with uh I forget the name of the species. Um the the Anshid or, or Ash Ashlid? Ashlid, something like that. But yeah, with, with Un so. being the last yeah. one yep. of yep. of the of that species after, you know, nuclear fallout. Um yeah. and and the same kind of thing. Like he, he says that Un looks upon him with the same eyes that I looked upon you, my witness. I so it it might just be that like they're just broken to the point where they they just don't have emotion any well, I shouldn't say that cuz Rook very clearly has emotion um they, I mean does he though like I even mean, when we're fighting him he I mean he the only shows, emotion I can I feel conveyed is like hate yeah i mean like, he shows contempt for us he shows dislike for Savathun and disapproval for the idea of her becoming a disciple um sure sure yeah okay so so maybe not completely void uh, devoid of 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 emotion but definitely broken yes definitely whatever whatever drive or whatever will or oh maybe that's what makes him more susceptible to darkness is that drive is broken right because like light drive every time a, well well maybe okay so we theorized that um Ghosts res what they see as somebody that has drive, that has passion, that has something in them that keeps them moving forward. And I'm curious if darkness is the opposite of that, right? Like, mm, okay. 
what makes them so subservient to the witness is that they have been broken of all will and all drive and all everything. And the only thing they see as relevant, because because like throughout this whole lore book, right, it's this thought of like this this act is pointless, like this life is pointless, like everything is doesn't even matter, like what even matters. And so then when it comes to um, the witness itself, it's it's very much this devotion, this level of of. And and like what you're saying, where they're cut, he he's forcing him to relive these memories so he can cut out the emotion tied to it. So it's now just an action that has happened, and and now he is just, for lack of a better term, emotionless, but but not completely emotionless. And and I think that would break somebody of their will, of 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 their drive, of whatever, to now only be devoted as a disciple, right? Like as a disciple of the witness. Yeah. No. Um. I, I like that thought process. So kind of trying to, to state it in a different way as I'm wrapping my head around it. Uh, like I'm like telling said, you, man, this shit is the, deep. It's hard. <laughs> the, the light chooses a guardian or chooses a light bearer. Uh, we theorized based on, like you said, based on having a, a passion, having a drive, having a, um, a, a unending motivation to move forward. And if we're assuming opposites here, then, and as we've seen in the two instances that we, we have Un and Rulk, the dark maybe chooses those that have nothing left to like do are are empty, have nothing left to be a motivator. Uh, And the, or, or I should say the witness chooses those that have nothing left to be a motivator and it, the witness makes itself be what they're motivated towards because Rulk is very like, like, is very, uh, affectionate's the wrong word, but, um, like passionate, passionate about the witness, you know, he, he, he talks about my witness. Yeah. My witness. And he does everything for the sake of his witness. And, you know, yeah, wants the witness to forgive his failures and so on and so forth. So very, very subservient. Very, very, yeah, yeah. As a almost in the same, almost in the same vein as like a very devoted. Uh, for this is a poor example, but a very devoted like general to a, a king of a kingdom or something like that. Like their life is not for themselves. Their life is for the this higher person that they are devoted to. Yeah, I've I've got a lot of comparisons that Rulk is very much taking it as Rulk is very much being fanatical towards the witness, as in that mm-hmm. whatever the witness says is yeah. law. Whatever the witness says is is everything like that's that's the only reason to live that's the only reason to serve that's the only reason to do anything is to follow whatever the witness is preaching essentially and that's that's yeah remember kids extremism is not as good as you think it is just because you like eating oreos doesn't mean you should eat nothing but oreos maybe have a chips ahoy every once in a while hashtag please sponsor us nabisco (laughs) um variety is the spice of life Variety is the spice. Take this from a cook, ladies and gentlemen. Man, this is this is a deep freaking topic, man. This it is. is. They, they're 
they're getting into some some pretty uh interesting murky waters with some of this they are uh, not fucking around like they are just and i love it i i genuinely love it i i like the idea that they're that they're not they're not pulling punches they're just mm-hmm. like this is what it is and this is this is this is how it's going to be you know like i like that i really do like that so I'll say that is the ending of this lore book and also kind of the the end of uh Rook's story as is available to us at uh currently in game. Uh, maybe there'll be more that we learn later on, maybe not. But uh say I'm I'm excited to to find out more. Maybe not uh about Rook, but maybe Un. Maybe Un will show up as another disciple or Oh, that'd be uh, I'd be super happy to see him as like another boss or some sort. Yeah, like maybe of the dungeon or something next season. Like that, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm I've been very happy with everything that has come out of the expansion lore related. I think has been knocked out of the park. Uh, I I have I was as as far as lore and story, hundred percent. I was a little skepticist about some of the other stuff that are that's that's in there that's in the expansion, but I have thus reevaluated it and said, you know what, I do like it. I I like the direction that that a lot of this stuff is going. Um, I I will admit, I did not like weapon crafting. I am now. I I I'm hesitant to say this. But I, I actually do like the idea, the theories behind weapon crafting, and even to go as far as, say, the implementation of weapon crafting. I think it could be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I think that there are areas that could be improved on. But as with any live service game, it, that, that's a learning process, right? Like, that's we, we as the player, like, you can, only, you can only test shit so much with, internally until you put it out to everyone in the world and say, well, this is what we've got. And for and to hear feedback come back and go, well, you know, people are going to grumble, people are going to gripe, you know, that's just that's how that's how the world is. So, uh, yeah, no, I I I do I like everything so far um, that I've seen, and even the stuff I haven't seen, like whatever the hell's happening with the psyop mission. Uh, but yeah, I I think we've kind of completed our our lore readings for the night. Uh, if we want to, sweet, kind of wrap things up a bit. Um, yeah. Before you, well, so, before you do thank yous and such, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity to to do a self plug, which I I did last <gasps> time as well. This is gonna become a regular Yay! thing. Uh, so for those that don't, uh, don't already know, um, we're dipping our toe into the social media game a little bit. Uh, we have a Twitter that is just at Myths and Stories. Same way that the show's name is spelt. Um, I also have one that's at Mythborn. Uh, and just going to be posting, you know, when new episodes are up and, and things like that. Uh, if we get a, a number of people on there, you know, maybe we'll, we'll have some opportunity for uh, Q&A of some sorts. You know, what questions, burning questions you have about the lore, those kinds of things. Those are just ideas that... Uh, I think it would be fun to do at some point. So those exist. If you want to reach out to us uh, in, in a kind and respectful manner, I am all for that. 
if you choose not to do so in a respectful manner, you will immediately be ba- <laughs> be blocked uh, on those. So yeah, God dang right. <laughs> For you consider yourselves forewarned. But uh yes. but yeah. So those resources are are out there for those that want to engage in any way, or if you just want to follow it to see when new episodes are up. Yep. Alrighty. Uh well let's see here. Um I guess thank you, Disney, for coming up with all these <laughs> ideas. You know, we're just we're just borrowing them. Uh yeah. That's that's my thank you tonight. Thank you, Disney. That's like two weekends in a row that, or two weeks in a row that I've thanked some sort of Disney. I've got to come up with some other thank you. <laughs> Disney's becoming the new Sabathun, right? Like that's I think Sabathun <laughs> yeah. almost every episode of the freaking lore intro of the Books of Sorrow. Now Disney is up there. Sabathun um, is the mouse. Oh shit! <laughs> Mickey Mouse is Sabathun. If a Disney jingle ever comes out that uses the same chord progression as Sabathun's song, we're all in trouble. We're, you know I'm going to memorize it. You oh, know yeah. it's going to be stuck in my head, and I'm going to hum it every freaking raid, because that's what I do. Like For those of you out there that don't know, I do love a good musical. Uh, so yeah, that's... yeah. Do do love me some musicals. Uh, so yeah, so thank you, Disney, for coming out with some cool musicals uh, and ideas, and for buying Lucasfilms and the Marvel Universe and literally everything in existence. Um... Yeah, I don't know if that's deserving of a thank you, but there it is. There it is. Myth, you got any? I uh, just want to say thank you to all the people that are listening to our batshit insane theories and, and crazy talk. I uh, say we do appreciate uh, everybody tuning in and uh, and listening to this little thing that we never thought would reach more than five people. So that's... Uh, you, know, you you keep us going. You got you guys are the true champs. Uh and of course, as always, thank you, Myth, for joining us joining me tonight, as you do every night, and doing all the homework and just letting me ramble. <laughs> <laughs> so uh well with that, uh from all of us lore nerds to all of you guardians out there, we'll see you next week.